and welcome back to Real Clear with Dr. Klein, the crossroads of politics and psychology. If you would like to listen to ad-free episodes and have access to daily and weekly releases, essays, and other membership perks, and you also want to help in the production of this program, go to realclearpodcast.com and click subscribe. There are a lot of places in this world where you can put your money, and so I thank you for considering membership to realclearpodcast.com. I hope you enjoy this next episode. And hello again, it is November 7th, 2023, coming to you on Real Clear Podcast, your host, Dr. Lucas Klein. So today I'd like to talk about a few things. Swing state polls between Biden and Trump are showing Trump with a wide and widening lead. College campuses and demonstrations around the United States are proving something that I have been saying for years, which is that the radical left has joined the radical right, except it's bigger and has more numbers. But this time, the sheep's clothing has come off of the wolf. Will that be enough for a change of tide in America? First, for the swing states. In Nevada, Trump is now leading Biden 52 to 41%. Arizona, 49 to 44%. Pennsylvania, 48 to 44 Georgia, 49 to 43 Michigan, 48 to 43 And Wisconsin, Biden leads by two points. So, former President Donald Trump has pulled out way ahead in these key states. I don't think it's too mysterious as to why this is the case. The answer is fear. There is a war in the Middle East and looming threats of power conflicts between Russia, China, the United States, serious disruptions to global order, jihad and war in Gaza against Israel. And Americans are afraid. They're afraid that someone too old and senile is at the helm. As I'd mentioned before, if you watch the clip of Biden alongside Jean-Pierre as well as Kirby near Air Force One, he really had the most striking moment of senility that has been captured so far, and his aides and advisors tried to whisk him away from the cameras. And what this is going to mean for the 2024 election is that Donald Trump will be pursued even more voraciously, but in the form of ballot initiatives to remove him as an option. And... And Trump is also in some serious trouble in his criminal court cases, as well as his civil liability cases. And though there are differing opinions on this, I truly believe that it is possible that we will witness a first-of-its-kind event before the 2024 elections, where Trump will possibly be arrested or at least consigned to home arrest. I actually think that Trump would entertain the idea as beneficial to him, that if he were placed on home arrest or even went to prison, hard to imagine that happening with a Secret Service detail that you're entitled to 24-7, but nevertheless, if there is some sort of a criminal initiative against him to detain him, then I think Trump would actually look at that as some sort of net benefit to him and could potentially win the presidency from home arrest or from prison itself. Just imagine the optics on that for a second. Imagine if somehow he is detained at home or in some sort of penitentiary and manages to win the 2024 election. Does he make a campaign speech, a success speech from prison? And how does that exactly happen? Is it from a phone? Is his Secret Service agent filming it? We are in for some very weird times. We're already in weird times, frankly, of course, but they just seem to get weirder. One of the other oddities of this time is the clear connection between the radicals of our political spectrums right out in front of us. There was a Jewish man who was killed in Los Angeles, hit over the head with a bullhorn. He actually died from his injuries. He was, of course, struck by a pro-Palestinian rallier. 
There is video of a woman at the University of Pennsylvania talking about the, quote, joyful and powerful images which came from the glorious October 7th when Hamas attacked Israel in the worst atrocity toward the Jewish people since the Holocaust. The Washington Post now seems to simply be a mouthpiece for the Hamas narrative. Bill Maher appears like he's a libertarian these days and has for some time. So we're witnessing an inversion of so many things. We have the bastions of our liberal ideology, college campuses, with student groups chanting from the river to the sea, which makes you wonder whether they're taking a play out of Mein Kampf. The same people who become upset around so-called microaggressions. Anti-Semitism and hate crimes against Jews are up nearly a thousand percent in London. And across the United States, there was a pro-Palestinian woman in Indiana who drove her car into a black Hebrew-Israelite school. And on the world stage, the United States has moved a nuclear submarine into the Middle East. Nuclear submarines are one of our main launch methods for our warheads. What does this mean? What's going to happen next? What is the Pentagon seeing under the radar? And do we have anything resembling a cohesive leadership strategy for this country? At this time? Or is the empire crumbling and the vandals are already in the gates? Ideologically, the United States is fractured beyond belief. Or is it? Is it just seemingly fractured because we all have the panopticon of social media? According to Pew Research in 2021, the perception of most Americans that the country is splintered and fractionated and at conflict, at odds with each other, is growing. In fact, the United States tops the list of advanced countries in terms of perceptions of social conflict in its populace. That difference is demonstrated along party lines, as well as along ethnic and cultural lines. But it's more disturbingly found along the lines of facts. Around 6 in 10 Americans say people in the country disagree over basic facts. This is one of the reasons I have been trumpeting the positives of empiricism for a long time, meaning that where you can find evidence, direct, observable evidence, you should do so, rather than relying on rationalism, on one's inner sense of a point. And in an unfortunate resolution to these conflicts, fear organizes communities. And by that, I mean that it creates a hierarchy as to what's really important. And what's really important are direct, observable matters of life versus subjective experiences. This likely has to do with why you see a Biden loss in swing states right now. Political sensibilities and ideologies are falling by the wayside in lieu of primitive fear that there is someone who cannot protect the village, someone who literally cannot see well enough to monitor the perimeter. From my view, I would much rather see some other candidate than the two people we seem destined to be given the choice of, but that's just me. Okay, that's the end of today's release. If you like what I'm doing here, try to remember, it does rely on listener support. So please go to realclearpodcast.com and subscribe.